by the Alabama Circuit Court to order the state to remedy funding inequities between the poorest school districts, which were heavily black, and the wealthiest, which were predominantly white. He did so on the grounds that taxing and spending power lay with the legislature, not the courts. Sessions' staff members say that while Sessions was U.S. attorney, he filed a host of desegregation lawsuits in Alabama, but Sessions did not initiate the lawsuits. Rather, he signed off on paperwork from the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division, supporting continuing federal desegregation lawsuits, which in some cases were decades old. He also signed off on election lawsuits brought by the Justice Department to convert countywide elections to multiple district elections so that African Americans could be represented on county commissions and school boards. Supporters point out that, as U.S. Attorney, he worked hard on the successful 1983 prosecution of two Ku Klux Klan members for killing a black youth. Former FBI Director Louis J. Free, in a letter of support to the Senate Judiciary Committee, also noted Sessions's fierce determination to solve two civil rights murders, the 1989 killings of a federal judge in Alabama and an official with the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. And as a U.S. Senator, Sessions co-sponsored legislation to honor civil rights activist Rosa Parks with a congressional gold medal. But that doesn't convince Rose Sanders, a lawyer and civil rights activist in Selma, whose husband was on the Marion Three defense team. Sanders is adamant. He is racist to the core. In sharp contrast, former Deputy Attorney General Larry Thompson, who is African-American, considers Sessions a good friend of more than 30 years. He doesn't have a racist bone in his body, he said. I've been an African-American man for 71 years, said Thompson, who served in the George W. Bush administration. I think I know a racist when I see one. Jeff is far from being a racist. He's a good person, a decent person. The Knee Knocker Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III, 70, is a third-generation Alabamian born in Selma. He was raised in a tiny town called Highbard in Monroe County, the setting for the novel To Kill a Mockingbird. His mother called him Buddy, to distinguish him from his father, who ran a country store and then a tractor dealership. An only child, he attended a segregated school. We never knew anything else, recalled Les Johnson, a longtime friend and a retired banker. That's just the way it was. Sessions was active in Boy Scouts and became an Eagle Scout. To this day, he has the motto, Be Prepared, on the back of his nameplate on his desk in his Senate office. He played linebacker on the high school team. He wasn't big, but he could sure tackle him, recalled Kay Ivy, a friend. Some people called him the knee-knocker. The bottom line, said Ivy, who is now Alabama's lieutenant governor, is Jeff Sessions is a man of his word. If he tells you something, you can take it to the bank. He's straight as an arrow and believes in the rule of law. Just like in football, when he grabs onto something, he hangs on tight. Sessions left home for college attending a Methodist liberal arts college in Montgomery, Alabama, called Huntingdon. He met his wife-to-be, Mary Blackshear, during his freshman year, and they married after graduation. Sessions organized a chapter of the Young Republicans at a time when Democrats ruled the state and became student government president. That quiet friendliness and courtesy to everyone is what got him elected, said Lindora Snyder, a college friend. After graduating from Huntingdon, Sessions earned a law degree from the University of Alabama and then joined a small law firm before becoming an assistant U.S. attorney in Mobile. After a stint at another firm in 1981, he was appointed U.S. Attorney by President Ronald Reagan. As U.S. Attorney, Sessions worked with some minority communities. Robert Battles Sr., who was a neighborhood organizer in Mobile in the 1980s, said Sessions helped set up a drug court in the county 
to help first-time offenders clear their records. The effort primarily helped black youths who had minor drug convictions. The Marion Three The voter fraud case made national news, and it was emblematic, voting rights advocates say, of a push by officials in several southern states to try to disenfranchise black voters. Sessions was, former Justice Department officials say, the first U.S. attorney in the country to prosecute civil rights activists for voter fraud since the passage of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Albert Turner, who was the son of a farmer and rose to become King's field secretary in Alabama. In 1965, Turner was in the front lines of the voting rights marchers who were attacked on a bridge in Selma by billy club-wielding state troopers in what came to be known as Bloody Sunday. In the 1980s, activists such as Turner sought to raise black voter participation by helping those who could not readily get to the polls, especially the elderly, the disabled, those who were barely...